Welcome to a new episode of Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid Ahmed. Yo, 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 what up, Jay? Hey there. How's it going, man? You're finally... Alhamdulillah, how are you doing? I finally got all that stuff uh, sorted out. You know, when you installed this app, it asked you like a million questions. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. This is awesome. So it says two people are recording. That's awesome. I love it. This is a genius idea. I mean, (laughs) whoever came up with it. You know, I think uh, it's one of those things that. where somebody recognized that there was a need for a very easy way for people to do these kind of joint recordings and then just kind of automate yeah. all of that entire process. Because, I mean, there's so many podcasts like this now, right? There are, yeah, there are. And with the, with the iPhone and, you know, mobile phones being so popular, plus it's been 10 years, right? It's been so long since these devices have been around, so obviously... Um, you know, we're going to see these integration and, and, and collaboration of um, uh, different ideas, you know, commingling and coming into uh, these genius app hey, inventions. So let me ask you this. That mic that you just recently purchased, is that something that can yeah, uh, the Yeti. That connect to the iPhone somehow? Or is that something that has to be done with a computer? Well, they were saying that it could probably connect to an iPhone. I have not researched that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing there, there's a kit that it would, uh, use to connect to the iPhone because technically it's, it's just a USB connector. And if they have a USB to a lightning connector that will let this microphone connect to the iPhone, then, you know, are the more better, you know, so it's not, but it's, it's designed not like to be, that does like a, has like a Bluetooth interface or something. I mean, I could have bought one, but most of the time, I guess it could have made sense, but I, I this would be better off because it has mo- so many more uh, applications than just, you know, using it with your phone. At the end of the day, I mean, we're, we, we grow up on using desktop. So at the end of the day, we want to go back to the desktop. Yeah, you know, use actually doing the that massive and screen that and be able to manipulate things with a desktop app. You know, exactly, exactly. So, man, doing pretty good. so how have you been, man? What's uh, kitchen remodel what's and, new with you? Probably heard little tidbits that I've been talking about on uh, on Hangouts, but it's it's been a pain in the butt, man. I I honestly don't think. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. I undergo this if it was just my own choice. You know, you do all this stuff to make your significant other happy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's 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 why we you know that's what we do. As long as they're happy. So it's been a lot of work. The house is a complete disaster. Yes, a lot it of is. Decision fatigue. You know, you start. There's... You're constantly having to make choices about this color, mm. or this, you know, fixture or this or that. 
and it just starts to really wear you out. Like, dude, just somebody just do the whole yeah. thing at this point. And uh, I just want to show up in one day and it's there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So did, did yeah, you so guys did. hire a, a contractor or what's the... With like a designer slash contractor combination, then mm-hmm. they help make a lot of those decisions and stuff, you know, but in our case... We just have someone mm-hmm. executing our plan, but they kind of want you to be the one. Uh, and the thing is, you know, I really yeah. wouldn't have as much decision fatigue because I would yeah. probably go with yeah, those... my normal analysis for buying things is, okay, what has good value, right? Like, you know, price and, and what you're getting. But I, but when you're mm-hmm. looking at it from like the, the wife's perspective, it's like, okay, she wants something that goes with all the different <laughs> right mm-hmm. there's an emotional attachment we have we have emotional detachment all right is this making it done is this gonna get us through the door so hopefully in let's just do weeks, it I'm hoping but that yeah we'll have our that's 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 key our kitchen. how about yourself dude how's your house in the tree that was uh oh yeah absolutely it's one of the basics. Alhamdulillah, house is, house is good. Um, I'm glad for these little warmer weather because uh, for the month of January, we did like 900 hours of AC running. And I'm like, how is that even possible? There's only 750 hours in a month. Oh, right. <laughs> I guess they're combining the two AC units hours running right so wow, probably 450 yeah, hours that. per unit throughout the month the, of uh, january you get for something like that. um but february it dropped what's that oh my god it, yep. it was it was insane um but you gotta pay it and so i brought in a contractor and he he came in and looked he's like you need to insulate your roof because all your hot air is escaping from the roof and it's going to cost you $13,000. All right. Okay. Can you send me that quote? uh, And then, you know, we'll let you know if you want to do it. it Well, we already have, we already have fiberglass up in the attic. It's probably old, you know, it's, it's 30 years old. Yeah, so there might be some leaks. And then he was showing me uh, with his thermal camera, you know, where the heat is escaping from the joints and, you know, all this stuff. I was like, okay, all right, I guess that's what it is. So the tree fell down last Friday. It was really, really windy. And luckily it fell back um, by the shed between these two trees. And it didn't damage the, you know, it didn't damage much of the property. And as it fell, I think it broke uh, from the part that it touched the ground. But then it still, you know, is, is a heavy beast. Nice. So man. luckily, like I had this chainsaw, chainsaw. that the previous like owner left. And... <laughs> oh, man. I was wearing all sorts of layers because it was pretty cold and windy, too. Um, and I had my gloves, my cowboy gloves on. And um, so I, oh, okay. you know, made sure that this thing was working the day before. It's an electric one. Right. 
So I have a 150 foot like long cord that I use to connect it. And then um, there was some oil that you need to put in there too, because that chain needs some lubrication. So initially I was running it and I'm cutting through this thick wood and I'm, and all of a sudden it stopped. I'm like, why does it stop? What's going on? So I look, pull it up and smell it and it's, you know, it's, it's coming close to the burning point. Sure, so I'm sure. guessing yeah, all that sense. friction, it might make the tree catch on fire. So it's got a safety built in. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I mean, can you imagine so like a forest feature, fire being so, started you know, while you're cutting, you don't catch on fire. Exactly. It's ridiculous. So then slowly but surely, I chopped down uh, all of the tree. And then the trunk that was the big part of the trunk that was still attached to the rest of the tree, um, we tied the top of it with a rope. And then my brother-in-law was pulling it down as I was cutting it. So it, it falls, you know, in a safe path. So that's done. And I, I straightened out the, the stump oh, wow, dude, that's I mean, left that's behind. That's the kind of thing that uh, as um, an average Californian living in a very well- So now I got a- Encounter, you know, like a yeah, tree, tree, you know, but you, yep. have, uh, you wouldn't have to so worry do, about that. Do you have your uh, uh, sorry to change topics, but do you have your honeybee farm also on your property? So, um, I don't have the honeybees yet. Oh, okay, okay. um, Got I it. just finished All the right. class uh, eight weeks ago. Yeah, so class is finished, I ordered the equipment. And the equipment is arriving today. So on the weekend, I will, you know, assemble the equipment. And then first week of April is when the honeybees are coming. Can this survive uh, a winter? So I'm I'm going to have... Now have a colony. Will it continue on for like, you know, years? Oh, absolutely. These, the the hives that I'm buying, uh, the nuke, they're called nukes. So they're nucleus. They have a honeybee. I mean, they have the queen bee and then they have the worker bees and they've been basically working together. They worked together throughout the winter. So it, they are wintered over uh, beehives, meaning okay. they survived the winter. The queen bee is about nine, nine months old or eight, you know, nine to 11 months old. And queen bees survive for another, you know, I don't know, maybe 10 to 12 years. I can't remember. So, once I get these, um, once I get the nukes, I'm just gonna open up my beehive, pop in these frames with the on bees in them, and put put the jar, put the syrup, sugar syrup jar on top, and let them wow, man, let that's them so go at it. You know, I mean, uh, start start I mean, building. Uh, the full fact that you're you're gonna actually end up like having jars of honey that you can like. Uh, that sent to us <laughs> yes Janae's farm <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's, that's right that's right these are the oh, humble right. bee exactly. yeah. the humble so bee honey no they're not bumblebees yeah, that's <laughs> yeah so It'll be it'll be pretty interesting. So are you gonna Exciting end up with like a whole uh, behind, how that goes. Uh, the whole outfit so you can go and like do stuff on the 
Yeah, so I I ordered the outfit. I've got the hat and veil, and then and the pullover jacket, and then on the bottom I'll just have uh, two layers of jeans or whatever, um, and then you know duct tape my pant, my pant outers on the bottom, and then you know, wear boots on top because you don't want honeybees flying up to your crotch. You know, <laughs> your hair like, oh, what am man. I doing? Well, here? And also, that's probably not the best place to get bit either. So, no, no. And uh, my one of my one of one of the instructors was telling us a story. He's like, when I first got my hives, I was really curious. So at nighttime, in my pajamas, I got my flashlight, and I'm going, and I look, I open the hive, and I'm looking in there, and then. I closed it on my on my way back. I feel there was something in my pajamas, so I pull off my shirt really fast, and I'm like flailing my arms around, running, not to get yeah, yeah, yeah. not to get bit by these uh, honeybees. So yeah, man, I uh, I've been basically talking to myself on my way home sure. and recording these podcasts. So yeah, today's one was pretty. I think it came out very clean. There's a lot of ums and pauses in there that I could probably leave in. Leave in there. I just wanna, you know, make sure that everything's good. And I, I gotta make a little intro sound and an outro sound. So every time I'm publishing, you know, those I just drop in, and um, and then go with that. And I think each podcast is probably gonna be max. 20 minutes i mean i don't have that much stuff to talk about but i think it they might it might grow based on if i get questions that i'm answering or if we're doing like an interview type of setup then it could go a little longer like right now we've been talking for a good amount of time yeah what are we at but yeah so are you home or are you driving? I was driving? on my way back to work because I had to go meet with the, the wife to, to look at some flooring and stuff like that. So took some time off in the middle of work, go do that. Uh-huh. I was on my way back home and I figured, hey, why not? Yeah. I saw your message and I'm like, oh, you might be free. Let's uh, let's try this thing out. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I was talk- I called Danish earlier when he and he was driving to work while I was driving for Juma. He's like, "Yeah, I don't know, man. I can't do mornings, and I can't do evenings. And by the time the kids are asleep, it's too late for you." I'm like, "Yes, no, I know." know. I'm so glad, Janine. But it's only like just, once. You're just going for it. Once know? per week. And uh, and the thing is, because <laughs> I've yeah. been waiting since 2013. <laughs> I was looking at the dates on our podcast, yep. and it was like 2012. And there's like five podcasts sitting and in I there. I think the, the best way like, is okay. like you got to just start producing just, content and then just re- keep refining it and hopefully build an audience. But I yeah. Think you just got to start somewhere. Exactly. That's it. That's, and uh, that's what I've been pretty – I've been getting pretty uh, active on LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is the new Facebook, man. It's It's so – popping right now it's insane there's so many people on there like posting videos they're posting like posts they're talking about all sorts of things and um linkedin recently updated their terms of services saying that we will not tolerate hatred 
hate speech, any of that BS. And I'm like, thank God somebody stood up. Yeah, dude, solely politicized, and um, there's no focus on Facebook because it's 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 social media. It's like literally social media. But on LinkedIn, you can say, no, this is not social media. This is professional media because professionals come here and they have something to look out for their their life, you know, their job, and so they have to behave. Like literally, yeah, they have to like behave when they're writing on there, right? There that's because things that will help them in their professional development, career development, learning how to do something. Exactly. Different crowd than the one that's yeah. on Facebook looking at stupid videos about people uh, falling or cats or exactly or, or sharing family photos and stuff. You know? Yeah, and or sharing family photos, and that's one of, that that's another thing that was. Uh, people have been talking about is Facebook just changed their algorithm, meaning that they can detect if you're falsely adding comments to a post to make it more popular. So like they have to be like socially, I mean, they have to be more meaningful posts on there or, you know, have a, deeper conversation than and, just and randomly posting crap on there. And company so holds some responsibility mm-hmm. for the outcome of the last yeah. election, you know? And, and they do. Because they kind of let Facebook get in by all yeah. of this, you know, this propaganda BS stuff that was coming through, the Russian stuff. I mean, all those things uh, really, and that's why I exactly. think they're finally taking action, but I feel like it's a little uh, too little too late. Yeah. Well, it's it's too late in the in the in the sense that um, yeah, the younger like crowd has left Facebook. The, so the crowd that's on Facebook, yeah. So the younger crowd left, like under twenty five, they don't go to Facebook no more because now Facebook is for the old people, which is fine. You're, you're you know because now we'll have maybe some more mature audience. But that's why it makes sense for them to change this algorithm for this new mature audience. So maybe this audience might use the platform a little differently. We don't know. We don't yeah, know how like that's going to play out. Facebook lost their Plus, they've added so many new a things. A long time ago, I think, you know, because the younger people started to leave the moment the mom and dads came on. Because even I noticed, like, a lot of times Facebook now will bring yeah. up, like, oh, this was something that you shared four years ago or, you know, five years ago or something. And I realized now I have this, like, empty swath of years where I've just barely put any content on Facebook because because it changed, you know? And then it became became more about, you know, Instagram and all those other places and stuff that people started to go. Instagram. So, yeah, so the younger crowd is now hanging out on Instagram following their celebrities. And Instagram's got ads. They've got tons of ads in there too, and which is fine for yeah, Facebook exactly. because Facebook owns they, Instagram. They lost you in one platform. <laughs> like, yeah, like don't worry, we still got you. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna get you in another one. So there's Instagram, and then there's Vero, that these guys were talking about. I I haven't picked up on Vero yet, and I was like, I don't know if I am going to. There's a lot of controversy on um, on the content that goes on there, or 
they're saying that there's never going to be ever ads and the first million people to sign up will have free access for life and after that it's going to be a paid sub- yeah so i don't i don't know if i should care about it i might have i want want to go and talk to like gary vaynerchuk and see what he thinks about it i haven't listened to his stuff in some time cuz i've just been focused on uh putting stuff together but yeah um yeah, I find it that uh, very you know, good now stuff. I'm wondering too you much, know, what is too much stuff happening. Snapchat because it, they seem to be there. Yeah. You know, one thing that's kind of frustrating, and maybe I'm just too old, but the, the frustrating part is that they so drastically change the way their app mm-hmm. works all the time. And that it's kind of like, oh, yes, okay, I yes, just got they did. to it. I like this thing. It was cool. And then now I'm like, okay, what happened? You know, and it's uh, kind of convoluted. Yeah. And the, there's a major push behind why they changed the the way the app functions. Was here's 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 why. So initially, when it first came out, it was really popular with the teenager crowd, right? They would snap snap pics of crap, and then you send it, and then you know it's gone. But then, as soon as the celebrities, as soon as the popular crowd started jumping on it, they're like. I don't want my shit to disappear. I want them. I want my people to watch this shit as much, many times yeah, as they yeah, want. Don't let it fade away. So don't do that. <laughs> don't let it fade the, the, the shit away. So then they're like, all right, we're gonna change the algorithm. I don't know if the stuff still stays up there for 24 hours or not, or you know, I haven't looked too much into it. But Gary was saying that they promised Snapchat we're gonna put, you know, we're gonna post three times per day or whatever and blah 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 yeah and i think what happened so that was really interesting along the way you know um, snapchat kind of dropped the ball instagram came into the mix and then they basically created the same basic structure but did it better and people just kind of yeah it, you know and almost everyone i know yeah. now is mostly on instagram yeah it does a lot of those instagram stories far more so than they do yeah. snapchat Oh wow, yeah, that's what's happening. The tide's turning, and um, Gary's talking about how you can like. There's Instagram celebrities that that make you know half a million bucks or fifty thousand dollars per Instagram post because they're you know advertising yeah, so for a certain product or whatever, and you know. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, tax and hobbies. I'm calling it. This, right. uh, this podcast Had is some brought hobbies. to you by Toyota. You know? So I searched. <laughs> <laughs> by Wix.com or by oh, Squarespace, you know? or by GoDaddy. <laughs> Squarespace, that's right. <laughs> What's funny is that um, um, yeah. I searched the term hacks and hobbies on Google, and I've got, I didn't find like that specific setup anywhere. But what I did see is um, there's a ton of posts about hobbies, like 189 hobbies that you can make money on. Because, again, it all comes down to niches. Like, if you take one niche and just blow it up, like, go deep as deep as you can, oh, my God, there's so much money to be made. It's YouTube freaking is an example insane. of that. With, uh, I mean, yeah. people so, found out that, hey, a lot of little kids exactly. watch you open presents, you know, and, uh, right? And... Uh, 
Oh my God. Why I mean, are we not doing that? Takes, the no investment money there is that, let me just go that. to Target, buy a bunch of stuff, put it in front of my kids and film it, you know? And then, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I have one idea for Muhammad and I. What we're going to do is um, he's got this ex- science experiment book, and right. I was just going to let him do the experiments. I'll shoot the video. It'll be like a three, four minute video, and we're done. Post it online. Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely, like the you said, one. if you can find that niche so, that someone else is doing. And, and, and you know, one thing, though, I have to say yeah. that uh, the ease of, you know, improving your production quality now has just, you know, it's just become so much easier now, right? I mean, mm-hmm. back when, even when 2012, 2011, when we were thinking about doing this kind of a podcast, it was still kind of a pain. You had to use like three or four different pieces of software yeah. and, you know, capture it the was. audio and do this and that. But but now exactly. I, mean, I almost feel like if you just have an iPhone, you can yeah. do everything pretty much from there. <laughs> yep. And then. Mm-hmm. Like that image that I posted was all done on my phone. I downloaded an image from uh, Unsplash and I just. Bought it in the app, put some text on it, changed the color, <laughs> and then voila, See, now got a little art for the podcast. Camera and, and film equipment, you should have taken a picture of your own mic. You know, and, uh... mm-hmm. Well, okay, once I, I, I just got the mic today, so I just might right. do that. <laughs> well, good catching up. Cool, man. It was great talking to you. Yeah, good catching up. We'll see what we can put together in the book. Hey guys. So that was a little chat with my good friend and brother-in-law, Omar Moinuddin. We started still brewing it, the podcast, uh, myself, Omar, and Donish. Uh, Back in 2012, we did a few episodes and we're gonna try and get back into it but it was really good catching up we talked about bees we talked about um house remodeling or kitchen remodeling and some other topics um if you have any questions feel free to send a message uh till next time this is super Janaid, hacks and hobbies